Yo, what's going on, world? It's your homeboy, Cuff, with the Brain Surfing Podcast. I started my podcast with the goal of helping couples get a better understanding of why their counterpart thinks and operates the way they do. As time went on, I continued to do this, but with more focus on relationships in general. Like I always say, the way you view things determine how those things make you feel. For more raw, uncensored content, you can subscribe to my other tier on Spotify for only $2.99 per month. But like I said, it's your homeboy, Cuff. Come catch these waves. Armageddon Productions. My opinion, this is why a lot of good men are just done with relationships. Either they got fucked over or used because you bitches be gold diggers. And when the next dick comes along, if it's attached to a man that has more money, you're jumping. Or the good man got degraded and spit it on the minute he didn't want to buy the bitch a bag. Well, just say you're broke. No, bitch, I just don't want to buy it for you. If I was a man, I would be like, fuck this shit, because these bitches are crazy, disloyal, difficult, selfish, and mostly after money. All they provide is pussy, headaches, bills, and maybe some type of companionship. Don't sound like a good deal to me. I would just go to dinner, fuck the bitch. And move on to the next one, because at this point, this is way too much work to satisfy bitches for little rewards. Bitches, you did that. That's why they don't want no more relationships. And you need to take accountability, but we all know bitches are not really good in that department. So, man, when you are home crying, wondering why I can't find a good man, this is why. Hey, what's going on, world? It's your homeboy, Cuff, with the Grand Serpent Podcast. And today, we got another one. <laughs> but yeah, today I'm I feel like we're kind of getting back on track. If you ask me, today's episode is about getting back on track. And the reason why I say that is I feel like for the past few episodes, you know, I've been more kind of reacting to TikTok videos or getting my content based off of things that were sent to me from friends off of TikTok. You know what I mean? But today, it's a little different, though. So, I'm in the Kevin Samuels group, and the men in there, I'm going to start by saying the men in there are not accountable. Some are, but in general, no, not at all. So, this episode, I'm not here to knock women because men need to be more account- accountable as well. But I tend to touch on topics, and in each episode, I will speak kind of for both sides because it's only me speaking to myself. But this time, I'm going to try to focus more on exactly what the fuck the title says. You feel me? (laughs) So, why aren't, oh, well, well, I'm sorry. When will women become more accountable? First of all, none of us know when. You know what I mean? Like, none of us, none of us know when. And it's just, it's a tough situation. Because I'm not going to lie, I feel like women have more issues being accountable than men do. I was actually watching a Joe Budden podcast today, and they had, excuse me, they had, they had posted a clip of Melissa Ford and Ish arguing. And long story short, she took no accountability. Even when they was telling their stories and stuff, you could tell, like, I, I wasn't there, so I can't tell who's telling the truth, who's not. At the end of the day, it's only assumption. You know what I'm saying? It's outside looking in type shit. But from what it looked like, it looked like Ace was keeping it in the honey and she was bullshit. 
You know what I mean? So, like, that I really wasn't feeling. And I ain't going to say I wasn't feeling it. I'm kind of, sorry to say, but kind of used to it. Like, women tend not to be able to be accountable. Like, you can have a woman back against the wall, and you got her dead to rights, like, caught her red-handed. It's always going to be something to justify her actions, so it seems. So it, it's real crazy to me how these days women, they, they kind of want men to be, or let me say it like this. It's crazy that how, like, women these days say men have treated them a certain way over years, and that's why they are how they are today. But I wonder if they ever think to themselves, like, damn, well, men who also deal with women a certain way because of how they have been treated in the past as well. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if they ever think to themselves, like, dang, do men also treat women a certain way based on how they have been treated in their past as well? Because if some of the things that you can admit you're at fault with, you know, in relationships, whether it's friendships, family, your siblings, your kids, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it may be. But if you can, if you know you're at fault and you can look at some of the things you're not too great at, because of the trauma you dealt with, because of things other people people put you through, how is it so hard to look at a man and be like, damn, like, cause the thing women like to say is, who hurt you? Like, oh, you feel like that about women? Oh, somebody must have hurt you. But in the same sense, it's like, you feel that way about men, right? Like, you got negative thoughts towards men, right? Like, we don't ask who hurt you, though. Because we know someone hurt you. We know there's a reason why you are acting the way you are acting. Nothing's going to justify it. But we get it, though. Why does it seem like women tend to not understand that this shit goes both ways? Like, we go through things as well. They be like, uh, men cheat these days. They don't want to take women out on date. They don't want to court women these days. And, you know, the whole go on oh so many dates before y'all get serious to have sex let me, say, let me not say let me not say get serious because what's serious to one may not be serious to the next but the whole court and the woman type thing like these days right women have been hey, I'll say, I'm gonna focus on the women so I'm not gonna say what women have been through but either way because of whatever it may be you know what I mean Women want to be courted, but in the same sense, do not understand the men who may not want to spend oh so much money. Like he might want to do picnic dates and and little cheap dates and shit, while you thinking like, oh, so this is how you gonna be when we're actually a couple? Like, nah, this is me not trying to spend all my bread for a month or for a few weeks. I'm spending bread, spending bread, but spending bread. Cause how many days does it take before you actually know? If you would be, if you, if there's a chance you'll be serious with a person. I don't think, like, I know a girl, my job went on one date. After that one date, she came in complaining about the guy saying certain, saying certain things. And I'm like, yo, throw him a bone. Like, give nigga a break. He might have been a little nervous, so forth and so on. But then she named two things that, if that's a real thing that in the future she cannot rock with. And then I understood it. Okay, now those, those are valid reasons now, but. A few of the first things she was saying, like, well, we kind of went to a cheaper place and, like, you know what I mean? It was stuff like that that kind of threw her off. And I just feel like 
if you understand why a man may do that, like he might be a broke nigga. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, the nigga might be broke as fuck. Let's not bullshit. But in the same sense, this man is taking once a, a, couple, a couple times a month, he's taking out different women out to eat, trying to court. You feel me? Like, yo, you expect him to take each and every one out to these super nice dinners and shit just for you to be like, oh, yeah, I'm not interested. This man done spent a couple hundred on the plate. You know, and I'm not saying like, see, it's so crazy. It, it, it's just so crazy because I can understand both ends as, as always. Yeah, my ass. But fuck all that. Men get played too. You know how I many guys, right, have been dated because of what they had, because of what they could provide to a woman? That shit happens as well. And but and it's another thing too. Women, when y'all get hurt, y'all kind of y'all go into a a softer savage mode. When men get hurt, it be like a savage mode, but it be so very, very emotional based. Like, when niggas be hurt in fifth grade, first love, niggas carry that shit to like 35. Like, that don't, it, don't, it, don't, it really don't, it really don't go nowhere for a long time to come. So just like y'all holding on to trauma and dealing with trauma, men doing the same thing. And that plays a big part in why men may be how they are with women these days. Also, the way that women carry themselves this, these days is like, it's crazy. It's crazy. I know a guy that's like 33 or something like that. And uh, he's never been in a real relationship before. No, it's nothing serious, right? His perception of women is shitty. But it's based on his experiences, though. You know what I mean? So I don't knock him. I get it. But he's damn near scared to date because he wanted to date seriously. But he like, man, these bitches, man, these hoes, man, these tricks, man, these sluts, man. They're going to use you for your bread. And blah, blah, blah. He just think worst case scenario, they be fucking your man while they fucking you. And he go a little, a little, a little further with it than I, than I would. But you know what I'm saying? I do understand where you're coming from. And if a man tells that to a woman, you know what they going to say? If you broke, just say that. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, yo. But um, I will say that. I haven't had to deal with it much, but I've seen and heard about a good amount of situations where a man is trying to court a woman for a month or two, spending a good amount of money, just to find out she doesn't want to be in a relationship with him. Which I would think a person should know, like I said a minute ago, after a few dates. Like, how many dates? Hey, here we go. Q&A. For everyone listening to this episode, you made it to this nine-minute mark. How many dates should it take for someone to know whether or not they want to be serious with a person. I'm not saying you went on, because this, 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 I look at it like this, right? You go on one, you talk for a while, you go on one date. You've been talking for a week or two, you go on a date. You know what I mean? By that second date, you've been talking for around a month. How long out of all those conversations in those one or two dates, how much more time would you need to really know if it's a person you would potentially take serious? You know? Because I, I do feel like this. I feel like men, it'd be kind of quick. You look at a woman, you know her a little bit, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to wipe that. Oh, yeah, I hit. It'd be like, you know what I mean? Like, and you shouldn't be quick hopping in relationships. Well, I'm not saying that. But it, I just don't think it should take oh so long for you to know if you want to even try to be serious with a person, right? Now, the more women 
more women need that. Well, they always did, but they're more vocal about it these days. They want us to open up, be more vulnerable, be more emotional. You know what I mean? But at the same time, they tend to use that against us once the argument is started or once we split. Now, everything I said emotional, everything I said that was that women would deem as any type of weakness is now again thrown in my face. Once that happens to a man once, how many more times do you think he's going to be open and willing to open up to the next woman? Because the last one he loved and trusted enough to do it, and that didn't turn out well. Like, men got pride, everybody got pride, but I, I do think that in general, men got more pride than women. It's real fucking prideful. But even if not, either way it go, we can all identify with pride and the way it affects us on a daily, our everyday basis, our everyday life. You feel me? We all know how it affects us, so y'all gotta chill with that. So, like, uh, what else? What else? Uh, oh, yeah, so another situation. Like, I've also been in some... I've also been in a relationship with a person that wasn't super popular. Like, this is kind of how, you know, where if I want to take some trauma, I could do the same thing that women do. But I see I'm accountable for the trauma that I bring into relationships. Like I said, for instance, I dated someone who wasn't so popular in middle school. I wasn't neither. Like, I was real quiet and chill. You know, um, <clears throat> long story short, she started developing. We dated for like four years before we broke up. She started developing and shit, and all of a sudden, all the guys that she had a little thing for, that I was ignoring her, all of a sudden, they all wanted to fuck with her. They, they, they was on it. They was wanting to fuck with her. They was on it. They was, ooh, ooh almost said her name. Goddamn. But yeah, ooh, ooh, they was on it, right? Now, she ended up cheating on me, right? She hit me up, told me what it was. She was uh, open and honest. She was accountable. You feel me? No, actually, she cheated twice because we ended up getting, we broke up and got back together a few a year later or something like that, and she cheated again after a couple more years. But the first time, she was not accountable. <laughs> she was not at all. But I found out she cheated. I broke up with her. And at the end of the day, honestly, without even talking to her much about it, when I found out who she messed with, I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean, that's one of, the, one, of the, one of them niggas that was in the school, like one of them dudes who was like one of them dudes, you know. So I was like, yeah, her little, you know, she looking better, you know popular guys want to talk to her now. Because before they even did it, I already seen that more and more guys, all of a sudden, the popular guys wanted to get at her. They wanted to talk to her all of a sudden. Before that, they weren't paying her no attention at all. But like I say, she had a little come up, and guys was on it. And I understand that men, she, boys, she had no access to. She had a bigger, a bigger audience, to say the least. You know what I mean? Like, she had, she had more fans now. So, for her to slip up, I understood that. Not to mention, I wasn't one of them niggas at that time. Like, I was more just so super chill. And i always been. You know, I don't think I ever was one of them niggas. And I said like that, because, like, you know, in high school, the super popular people, like, I was well-known. I wasn't popular. It's a difference. So I understood why it happened how it happened. Now, there's also all those situations where, like, oh, and to finish on that, my point of bringing that up is... That was my first love, you know, and it made me feel like, oh, I should have said this other part first. So let me rewind a little bit. My, let me not even mention the people's names, relationship to me, whatever, but growing up, I seen a married couple, you know what I'm saying? And the man was real laid back, paid majority of the bills, if not all the bills. 
Uh, all he did was go to work, drink his beer. You feel me? Now I have seen him put his hands on the woman uh, once or twice through their ten-year relationship, whatever it may be. I'm not really sure, but it was never a thing. Long story short, the the woman ended up cheating on him multiple times. The first time, you know, they split up, and you know, she put the blame on his drinking and stuff like that, and everyone accepted it because we knew he put his hands on her before, and he had, he he used, to, he used to get drunk. You know what I'm saying? But she ended up years later cheating on him again, and this time it was he. Let's just say he had more evidence. And long story short, she was just doing it because from what she was saying, she, the way she viewed him changed. And instead of getting divorced, you know what I mean? She just. I'm not trying to give a bunch of details because some of y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. So. <laughs> So let's just say, instead of her uh, getting a divorce, she decided to get a new boyfriend while still being married. You know what I'm saying? Now, when I seen that, it made me feel like, it made me feel like, damn, like, he paid the bills, like, we, like, it's a nice crib, vehicle, activities for the kids, he's on top of grades for the kids, he pushing the kids to be better, all of that, and you still step out on him, not once, but twice. So that was my first time in my life where I was like, yo, good guys don't win. And, you know, I felt like I was pretty similar to that person, you know, as far as the way I live and just being real chill, laid back. So it kind of made me feel like, damn, like, ugh, this this might be my fate. Like, this this, this might happen to me <laughs> from a few women before I find one that's really going to rock with me for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to lie. And, you know, that was the first time I started feeling like that, but then along with when the first time it happened to me. Like I said, it was the uh, the summer after eighth grade. The first time it happened to me would make me more feel like, damn, like, yo, these women ain't shit. These girls ain't shit. Like, if you're not a certain type of dude, they want that excitement, that, that thug or street type of edge, they're going to step out on you with a popular guy or a street thug type. You know what I'm saying? Like, yet still, in my relationships, though, I don't never go on my girl's phone. I'm not going to go in my girl's purse looking for some shit through her car. Nothing. I'm not searching for nothing. What's done in the dark will come to the light. And that's coming from a man who honestly deep down feels like men like me get the short end of the stick. And the reason why I feel that way is because this is what happened to me in my first relationship that I fell in love with that girl. I dated her from 8th grade to 12th grade. Uh, broke up twice, both times because she cheated. No, three times. both Twice because she cheated. And then the last time was just like, it was just a rap. It's Randy Corpse. You know, we kind of grew apart, I guess. I don't know what the fuck was going on. But um, that's coming from a man that went through all that. And I don't hold that against people. I feel like any woman I'm with, like, because I don't want to go to bars and clubs and go out to eat all the time. I'm not with all that shit for real. I'm a real homebody. Go to work. Homebody. Go to work. I feel like that leads to a lot of bullshit for women. They might get bored. In, you know what I'm saying? But it's the same with it. At the same time, I don't use my trauma to affect my relationship, at least not in that way. I may do it in other ways. Not in that way, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to touch on that real quick, man. Once again, it's your homeboy, Cuffs, with the Brain Surfing Podcast. Thanks for catching these waves. Story, story, story time! All right, so today's story is some funny shit, man. 
Long story short, I was messing with this woman. You know what I'm saying? She lived in an apartment on the second floor, I want to say. And uh, she had a baby dad, you feel me, like a kid's father, where he ain't been home in like a month. This nigga, like, he done left her and the kid there to fend for themselves, all kind of shit, right? So me and her start fucking. And then one day, this nigga, she, uh, she get ass She's like doing a little strip type shit. I don't know what the fuck going on. Really. I can't remember why she was ass naked and I wasn't. But it got to a point where she was ass naked. I'm finna get undressed. And we in the back room. Next thing you know, we hear the keys at the door. So she run to the shower, turn the shower on and act like she finna get in the shower. I hop in. I'm trying to describe this for y'all. I hop in her daughter's room closet. And I'm in the fetal position. I'm talking about like my back, my the back of my neck is like against the wall. While my back is at an angle with not much support. My ass is on all kind of toys and bags and shit. And my feet is scrunched up because like the closet door don't close all the way. So where my head's at, it's a little slit I can see through. And then the closet door right there. The second half of the closet door, it just don't close all the way. So I got my feet scrunched up just in case he come in the room. He don't see my feet. Now keep in mind, I'm 5'8". This nigga like 6'5". So, like, I'm not trying to box this nigga in no small area. Like, fuck that. I ain't no bitch. But I ain't trying to box no nigga that's a whole foot taller than me damn near in no small-ass area. So, he come in and he just knows something ain't right. This nigga just, he, he arguing with her about 20, 25 minutes, right? Then finally, his ass, um, he ends up coming into the room, like, tiptoeing. It's the funniest shit in the world. I need a visual for this shit so y'all can see how he came in tiptoeing on some like cartoon network tiptoeing real funny type shit and he tiptoeing into the room and i can see through the little crack you know what i mean so i'm watching him tiptoe and he peeks around a little bit and then he tiptoes back out go back to arguing with her they argue about all kind of shit i know a nigga's in here where is he at he never comes to the closet lucky for me <laughs> you know what i mean but uh I fall asleep in the motherfucking closet, man. You feel me? Like, I was in that closet for about at least five hours. But I really want to say it was it was somewhere between four to six hours. I'm in that closet. They arguing and, uh, you know, back and forth arguing. He left out the building one time. She came and woke me up like, you okay? I'm like, I just passed the fuck out. Oh, is he gone? She's like, I don't know. Let me go check. When she go check, she come back to tell me he gone. And as she's doing that, he came back in. That's why I ended up being there so fucking long. Now, some of y'all might say, bro, you was better off coming out the closet, you know what I'm saying, fighting this nigga. But once again, I'm five, but this nigga's six, 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 five. I just don't think we should be fighting in a small-ass area. Like, that's not beneficial for my little ass, you know what I mean? So I wasn't with that shit. But eventually, he ended up leaving out again. I jumped off the balcony, and that was the end of that story, man. But the moral of the story is, if you're going to cheat, do that shit at a hotel or at your own spot where you know for a fact who comes and goes and when they come and go. <laughs> what is your homeboy cuff, man?